welcome to this Xbox Live episode 164. Vroom vroom. That's right, I said vroom vroom. Uh, my name is Mark, aka Wingman709, also known as the idiot. And with me this week is my good buddy Bron. How are you, Bron? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> oh man. I don't know if he had some brake squealing noises that we could put in right there, but uh yeah, I'm also known as BJ Swift 33. Welcome, welcome. Um, Rob, Mr. Presar, uh, is hoping to join us, but uh, couldn't. we couldn't be sure if he was going to make it, so we're starting without him this evening, but he may pop in here uh, in a bit. We'll have to see. I'd have to keep my eye on the window here to see if he pops on. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Um, and before I go any further, I'm going to verify that, we yes, we are recording, so we won't <laughs> have to do this twice, hopefully. Um, knock on wood. So, Bron, what have yep. you been playing this week? Well, I've been playing, with the help of many, many people, Gears of War 3. Um, what I think, I'm in Act 4, Chapter 4, I think. 5. Five. We're in chapter five. Okay. Yep. So yes, you are one of the ones that we're helping today. So I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, caught up in a surprising part there a while ago, which you know I didn't know was going to happen. So I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, the game is fabulous, isn't it? Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I I enjoyed it so much. I went and got the. Uh, I went and got the pass. Excellent. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely one. I, I it's my favorite out of the out of the three. Um, very similar how Halo. You know, I got into Halo. I like played more of Halo Reach than I did any of the other Halos. Is there's just something with you know Halo Reach and with Gears Three that's kind of got me intrigued and interested. So it's hopefully going to keep me playing. Um, and then I also tried the NBA Jam demo. Um, so, you know, the the first time I was, yeah, so first time I was playing, you know, playing it, I was like, ah, this brings back, you know, the days when I played NBA Jam, I was just like, hey, this is, you know, this, this is like, I'm a kid again, you know, playing the game. And then I come to realize, like, I'm playing on easy and the computer or AI or whatever you want to say, like, completely just destroys you every time. Um, Probably unless you like play it over and over and over and get really good, which I wouldn't. Um, and I didn't find out how much that game actually is. How much do they want for that game? I'm about to look that up while while I'm doing that. Um, I thought it was like twenty bucks. I, you know, okay. <laughs> it is. If um, it's over, it's free. No, twelve hundred Microsoft points. So that's what fifteen dollars. Fifteen. Okay, so. In my opinion, this here is a complete, complete ripoff. Although I did have that one minute of fun just getting completely annihilated by the AI and never being able to get a shot off and never be able to do this. It was just it turned from fun to wanting to punch my TV really quick and then to come to find out it's you know 15 bucks when i believe it should be i believe it should be cheaper you know i i've played like the ea sports like three on three hockey and stuff like that and i bought those but 
this here, I don't know what's up with EA. I just think it's overpriced. Um, I can't see. It's kind of surprising. Like when you play it for a little bit, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then you're like, oh, wow. I don't think I'm going to sink that much time into it. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things. I just deleted the demo and I'll never play it again. So. But I tried that demo out. But that's all I've been playing. That's all I've had time for. Um, hope you know, wrapping up my last week of football practice and for coaching uh, this year. So it's been it's been busy. So, but what have you been playing? Oh, I played of course some Gears Three, and I have played a little Pinball FX Two. Got my hands on a new table, uh, Sorcerer's Lair. Played a little bit of that and Did come out. That one has come out, yes. And, uh, in fact, I'm going to give away a code later sometime in the show for someone to download that table. So, keep on listening. Is is that table like 240? Is it 240 for the table? Yes, it is. Okay. Because I've actually been waiting. I haven't... Sorry, I haven't bought any of the tables for that, and I was actually going to wait for this one. So, I think I'm going to... I have some points for it. I've been waiting. So I think I'm going to grab it. All righty. Okay. <laughs> Continue. No, that's cool. That's cool. I was just kind of, I guess I'm kind of curious why you, why would you, why have you been waiting for this table? Um, well, because I have enough points to buy one table. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't have, I, I, I bought the, like I said, the season pass. So I have some extra points waiting around. Um, I bought, ended up buying, I took my 800 points, which I was going to use for the core. I think the core pack, and I bought Burnout, uh, Burnout Crash, which uh-huh. I'm very pleased with. Uh, um, so I was just like, ah, you know, I, you know, they've came on our show, they've done some interviews, they've given away a lot of tables and stuff, and and you like them a lot, and Elite Dog likes them a lot, and I was just like, you know, what? I gotta, I gotta give them something, and you know, it, it'll, I'm pretty sure if I get it and like it, I'll probably get hooked and start buying some of the other tables trying to go back in the backlog a little bit but it, it seems they've done a real good job i've really liked the demos and stuff but that's why okay cool yep. yeah they're they're good stuff so and they got a lot of stuff coming out here we're going to talk about tonight too so there's we're going to see quite a bit from them here in the next couple couple of months like we don't already have enough stuff going on but <laughs> exactly so get those points ready. Start stocking up that money if you guys uh, have any left. Um, but the rest of the week, I could not tear myself away from Forza 4. Um, Forza 4 completely – or sorry, Forza. <laughs> Forza <laughs> Motorsport, Motorsport 4. Um, wow. I, I absolutely love it. I am hooked. Um, and I remember you know, I really liked Forza 2. Uh, Forza 3 came out, and I was very disappointed. I didn't put a lot of time into it and was kind of pretty much very, you know, harsh on it. And today, or this past week, I'm just like, I am so in love with this game. And I think I figured out what the problem was with Forza 3. There wasn't a lot of difference between 2 and 3. And I think the problem was I was so into Forza 2 that I played a lot of it. Forza 3 came out pretty quick after Forza 2. So I think by the time that one came out, I didn't have any time off from the game. So it was kind of like you went from one right into the other, and it really didn't seem like there was a lot to it, a lot different. There, 
And I think I was just kind of more burned out on it, kind of, you know, just fatigued with all the racing because that is all I have done this week is race, 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 race. And I just and what's different too this time is I always played with my wheel before I'm playing with the controller this time. Um, I, I've done all my racing with the controller and I'm doing very well. I'm having a blast with it. Um, this this game is awesome. I'm so glad I bought it. And I'm going to go into some more stuff about that, kind of talk a bit about the game um, in a little bit. But that has consumed my week and pulled me away from Rage. Uh, I haven't even finished Rage, and now I'm kind of concerned when I'm going to finish Rage. <laughs> because huh. Battlefield's coming out next week. So, um, And I got bad news on that, Bron. I'm so sad. I am going to be behind everybody else on... Not that I wouldn't have been anyways, but... I was planning to go to the midnight release and all this, and it hit me the other day. I'm like, I'm not even going to be in town that whole week. <laughs> like, I'm gonna uh-huh. have, I'm not going to be able to pick the game up until Friday. So, um, I, I'm going to be a noob come FNL when we play our first Battlefield Three FNL if the servers are up. Um, I, I, I'm going to have like, yeah. I'm going to be like a rank one, you know. <laughs> and I know people that like kind of my... will be like a level fifty already. Yeah, that that was kind of my joke to you. I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. You'll you'll be there on the day, the first day the servers actually work. <laughs> so, That's and I'll be a low rank as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have uh, a low rank as well because I will be getting it on Tuesday on my way home. But I don't know how much I'll get to play next week. It's uh, I have a very busy week next week as well. So. You know, I've just went through training for the last three days of last week for work, and so it's it's just gonna be busy. But yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you like the game, and and that's and that's kind of the I'm wondering how much I'll get into it because I was the same way about Forza Three was just like oh you know I'm I'm having fun, but I don't know if I want to get it. And I was like oh, I'll just wait for the next one, and then I played the demo, and it was kind of like oh okay this is fun again. But really, you know, Battlefield's going to – I know Battlefield's going to consume most of the stuff. And, that, and that's the reason why I was kind of holding off on that season pass for Gears 3. It's because the first pack comes out like the first week of November. Right. So it's like – I'm just like, oh, you know, will I, will I go back to it? And I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll have friends on the friends list. I'll go back to it. So I'll be good. But all right. So you've been playing that all week. Yep, very, very well worth the money. Well worth the money. So, um, and I actually even bought the $80 version. So, and I don't regret it at all. And get this, this is very interesting news about this, uh, about Forza 4. I've never heard this in any other title. That game has sold, it completely sold out of the $20 version, the limited edition. And stores like Best Buy were completely sold out and they and overall they sold more copies of the $80 version than they did the $60 version. I find that oh, very that's interesting statistic. Huh. So, um I I don't know. I I just thought that was very neat that I mean I was surprised. I was like, "Wow, I mean, you know, even me, hmm. I even myself, I bought the I paid for the extra, which I'm not really sure why, but I did. I don't know. I just kind of wanted, I wanted the extra. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, like, I guess there's some extra cars and stuff in there, and that's that with with Forza. I, I just wish the the one thing that I would say that I dislike about that franchise is is the DLC, uh, not the frequency of the DLC, but that it's just you know they they bring out the car packs and eventually they do give out some of the car packs for free, which I th- which I think is nice, but it's just like. You know, oh, here's a car pack, another car pack, another car pack, another par- car pack. It's like, okay, another ten dollars, another ten dollars, another ten dollars, another ten dollars. It's they, you know, they don't seem to. It, they're right up there with I with a, what I would say would be the the Call of Duties. You know, here's here's three old maps and two new ones. Give me fifteen dollars type of thing. It's. Their, their DLC, I kind of wish they would shrink the number that comes out and give more content. You know. Do you realize package, how many cars but... are in the initial release, though? Oh, there's, there's. I mean, a ton. <laughs> I, I, I don't. It doesn't even bother me about the that there's a lot of uh, DLC for this because there's so many cars in the game. You really don't even need it, and really, it's tailored to just the people that are the diehards that really want it. And I mean. There's so much, especially if you figure all the cockpit views of all these cars, all the external views and the, the, the crash details and the, 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 the tech behind it of how they handle and perform, there's a tremendous amount of work into those cars. And, you know, I don't really have a problem with them saying, you know what, we're, we'll give you more than whatever. How many are in here? Um, I'm looking it up to see if I can find out how many cars are actually in this. It's like 300 plus, isn't it? I, yeah, I want to say 300 was kind of what I was thinking, and I'm trying to find. Yeah, and, and I'm one of the I mean, people... that's a lot of cars, man. I mean, and that's the thing. You really don't need all the DLC, and I, I didn't buy the season pass for this game because it's just cars. It's 60 additional cars, and I don't right. feel that I need them, and I, I've never really bought DLC for this game uh, in the past, so... You know, but there's going to be a lot of people that bought the season pass that are going to get all the car packs, stuff like that. Um, and I think it's great. It gives them more for their, you know, more for the game. And this game definitely is going to have a long shelf life uh, or a long lifespan in my dish tray. Uh, I can't, right. I don't see the number listed here on the Wikipedia, but. Yeah, and, and I didn't buy any of the packs in the prior versions either. And, and I'm not. You know, obviously, if you don't want to get them, you just don't buy them, and that's that's what I chose to do. I'm just saying, as far as my the weirdness and my thought behind it is kind of like at a high level because you're right, the diehards. It, it's probably better with the season pass. You know, I, I think it. You know, for the people, the diehards, they're going to go get the season pass, and it's going to be one heck of a deal for them for those additional cars. Um, but before the season pass was around it was like you know here's another pack here's another pack here's another pack and it, at a at a high level it's just like oh man you're kind of nickel nickel and diamond for these for these car packs and like i said that's my only was my only dislike about it and with the season pass maybe that's going to be different but the game's awesome and like you said there's a ton of cars so I chose just not to get the the DLC. Now, if they really shortchanged the cars and the DLC is how you would get, you know, get more cars, then that I would see a problem. But you know, maybe it's not a it's really not an issue when you have three hundred something cars. So unless you're trying to be a completionist and get them all. 
Yeah. Which would be which would be crazy. <laughs> so. All right. Well, cool. anyways, I'll I'll still can try to figure out if I can find out how many cars are in the game. Oh, what's this? Right. Hmm. This is interesting. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the Forza Motorsport for Limited Collectors Edition page. At the bottom of the page, there's actually a, there's a a code um, <laughs> that you would punch in on Xbox.com to redeem a code. <laughs> so I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna copy this in and see what this is and see if this is anything exciting for our listeners. Uh, see what this does. Hmm. It says the code's already been used. I wonder what that was. It's just a code sitting at the bottom of their page. <laughs> well, that's cool. I bet you it was like a hidden, if anybody punches that in, they'll get a free car. Um, but anyways, it's already been used. Sorry, people. Um, <laughs> unless that's, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe that's my code. It shouldn't be, but I'm logged into my account, so maybe that's actually, maybe it's all got my, my DLC stuff already tight in there. I don't know. Well, I'm, Anywho. I'm, I'm logging into it to see if it's if it's there. So. Um, okay, yeah. so FNL. Was there any FNL this week? Um, I, 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 I did one race, and then I had to go, and I was gone the rest of the night. I had to shorten my night as well because of family stuff, so um, I, I, got on, I got on and played some um, some Gears with you know, with a few people, but that was about it. So we failed. So, uh, yeah, people were off doing, uh, don't worry, everybody, you know, well, <laughs> things are coming. I, I wanted to play Gears. I was just like, you know, I'll do another Gears horde from one to, you know, 50 type thing. I mean, I'll do a number of things. Anybody who wants to do something, just, just let me know. So I should... I'm trying to figure out if I will be available this Friday or not. I will throw something out on Twitter, on our Twitter account, if I will be available. It's kind of going to be a last-minute decision. So. Okay, and I, I should be around, I believe. Um, I was hoping to get some Forza racing this week. Um, I did get about five of us were did one race, but unfortunately I had, a, in the middle of it, I had a family thing come up. And I had to had to go, so uh, and I was gone for the rest of the night. So we'll try it again, but it was kind of cool. We had four of us racing around. So yeah. so we'll be playing Gears or Forza or something here in the next week, and then after that, it's probably going to be Battlefield Three, all week, every week. <laughs> so so all right. Well, let's just uh, let's just get to it. Let's get into right. our topics and. What did you start out? Yeah, so one quick thing. I heard this on another podcast, and I have a question for you, Wayne. Do, have you heard anything on Battlefield 3 about if you install it on the consoles, on your console, you can run it at a higher, I like high-res textures? Yes, I heard that there is going to be an optional high-res pack that you can install to get some pretty sweet visuals oh okay i just may be completely lost then because i was i did not hear that until today actually so i was like oh really i was like well i wonder how many other people have not heard about it or maybe they have and i'm just 
you know, in the dark. But um, so I looked it up, and here's what I found out. So both Xbox and PS3 versions are confirmed to have installation option for high-resolution textures. Um, basically, what, what you know, they're... Um, Sorry, one of their guys over there at DICE, they said there's a voluntary install. Um, they're they're doing it kind of how he says he thinks Rage did it, where you can install content to stream high-res textures. He says they're pushing that technology to the limit, and compared to their competitors, they would argue that theirs is the best-looking game. So um, they're, you know, hopefully they're not going to put their foot in the mouth, but... The Battlefield 3 for Xbox 360 will ship on two discs with endless hours of spectacular high-definition uh, high gameplay. Disc 1 features the stunning multiplayer, co-op levels, and HD installation content. And Disc 2 features the single-player campaign. So it does look like there's going to be an option to install it on your, you know, on your 360, and you'll have better resolution graphics. So I think that's kind of cool. It'd be neat to see a lot of games go that way. They mentioned Re uh, Rage. Have you, did you try installing? Did you install Rage? Or oh, you yeah. Just I, it? I installed the whole thing. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because I'm thinking like with that, and then th since this is an EA game, maybe uh, future games like Mass Effect will do this. Will do something very similar. Because I, I don't know. I think this is a cool tech. I, I think that'd be neat to see a lot of things do that. So, but... <laughs> It's weird. I, I thought I posted the story on that, but I may have decided not to because I don't see it because I know Soul does all his weekly update. So, right. And I don't see any. And I went to jump out there. I meant to jump out there and look, but I just kind of glanced at it real quick here on IGN. But yeah, that's I think that's kind of neat. I like that idea. But there you go. Um also on the same thing where I heard about the installation and they're talking about how things are kind of shaping up on the game. So it, it sounds like maybe we won't, we might not be as disappointed as we think we're going to be based on the uh, beta. So, but we only have to, we have a week to wait and find out, but on to other news. We're, we're all going to enjoy the game. So, <laughs> oh, I know I am. <laughs> so but that's what it's like you know let's talk about some stuff that i want to hear about <laughs> uh okay and that would be forza forza yes. four um like i said i've been playing this all week really really loving the game uh it's it's a beautiful looking game it, it the cars are, are amazing i've posted on our on our facebook page a couple videos uh, from uh, like my initial race that I did, and then I did another one with a car that I bought in the auction house. Um, so you can you can see some videos. Those are, that's in-game footage directly taken from the game um, and downloaded. You you basically upload it to the ForzaMotorsport.net website, and then of course you can pull it from there and post it where you want. So check those out. There's pictures. Uh, that picture that you'll see of that Trans Am posted there. That is not my wallpaper, and it. it Everybody that I've talked to so far that saw that, they're like, that looks real. I mean, the car, it looks like a real car. Mm -hmm. You look at the picture, if you if you actually click the big picture, you'll see the diamond plate that the car is sitting on is actually reflected in the paint of the car. Um, it, it's just, 
it's amazing. This looks like it's real. The lighting in this game, uh, everything on it, it's just it's so incredible. But that picture is in game. That is taken. A, that's a photo from in in the game. So uh, the visuals are just stunning. Um, the world tour is really nice. It's long. You got, you got a lot of racing to do, but what's really nice about this, and I've heard uh, Soul Assassin was telling me that he really liked it too, and I agree with him. You don't have to win the race to advance. Oh, that's nice. So if you came in sixth, you came in sixth, and you will advance on to in the season. It's like a regular season. You don't you don't have to get first place to continue, which is great because it's tough. Um, the one thing I do enjoy is that I've noticed they've tweaked the AI. And in the World Tour mode, there's not a way to change. You can change the level um, for easy, hard, you know, medium, as in you're steering, you're controlling, you're braking. So if you're on easy, the car, the game's going to auto-brake for you. Uh, it'll, you know, it'll uh, ABS, stability, traction control, all everything's turned on. You go into advanced and, you know, or high end and all that's turned off, right? Um, Mm -hmm. so, and you can customize it. Mine's customized. I'm on, I did easy, but I turned auto braking off. I turned the suggested line to braking only. So I only get a a braking line on turns. Otherwise I don't see the, the, the suggested path and I keep my ABS traction control, all that stuff turned on. So I'm still set pretty much to easy, which is that braking and the, and the line turned off. And what I have found is typically the cars are faster than me and they will get, they will pass you on the straightaways and you have to, the only real way to win is you have to make smart turns. You have to be aggressive in the turns because they will slow down. Um, Now I've watched them wipe out, which is cool. I mean, I've seen the AI wipe out (laughs) and you know, they'll, they'll be all by themselves and they'll take the turn too fast and they'll wipe out, but uh, they typically tend to slow down. So if you, and that's why I don't want the auto braking on, of course, then all you do is you sit there and hold the right trigger in full gas through the turns and the computer automatically slows you down so you can make a nice easy turn. But that's where you need to turn it off to get your advantage to get ahead of everybody else is to shut that off. Because then you can hit those turns turns a little more aggressive and you can pass everybody. But I do, I'm not a clean racer either, man. I smash into these guys. I do my best to bump them out of the way because the one the one complaint I have of the game, it's the only one I have so far, is that the AI runs the line. And oh. it, they do not care if you are in front of them. They don't care what path you're going. They're gonna they will run into you because they're on a line. Yeah. So that's see, very frustrating. But you just gotta do your best to work with it. <laughs> that that is my one complaint, and maybe it's because you know it's a setting. Maybe there's a setting. There's so many settings in this game; it's ridiculous. And perchance there's something in there that has them set that way, and I just haven't found a way to, you know, make it a little bit more. They kind of all go their own way, but it does seem that they're set to this is the path they're gonna run, and if you're in the way, you will get hit. So, um. Let's see. Other than that, um... yes, the one the one thing that I cannot believe in this day right now is in racing games, 
we do not have <clears throat> the ability for the AI, car, AI cars to recognize where you are. So, you know, you can look at NASCAR games, you can look at Forza, uh, um, you can look at, you know, Gran Turismo if you want. If I dive to the inside on somebody coming into a turn and they're writing the suggested line and they just come down on top of you, that's silly. It's ridiculous. And I can't believe we do not have that fixed yet. Like those cars should know where you are. So, I mean, the two cars know when they hit each other. So obviously they know when one car is touching the other. But not knowing that something's inside of you is just – it's just silly. I, I think that should be the next big advancement in racing games. You know, at this point, I don't think we need to worry about the painting and how car the good – or how good the car looks. I think we're there. I think we need to work on not getting slammed into because they have to ride the line, have to ride the line. You know, it's 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 ridiculous, but okay. I was hoping you weren't going to t say that. That was the thing. I was going to even – that was my one question for you, but you just came out and said that's your one aggravation. So it's nice to see that it's still in there. <laughs> oh, by it's, like the Madden in the, it's like Madden in the offensive line. They don't know how to block. Yeah. Um, by the way, there's approximately 500 premium cars between the two discs. There's no. 300 cars no. on the first. And the remaining 200 are on the second disc. Oh, uh, of these cars, 320 have been updated from Forza 3. 90 have been updated from the DLC packs. That leaves 90 that are new to Forza 4. 500 cars hmm. is a lot of cars. I have no problem with oh. them throwing out DLC for everything else. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, that's really my only frustration. Um, but it, it doesn't happen that often. So I don't want you to think it's like every race you're going to get nailed. You know, um. Because typically, if you can get around them pretty quickly, then you're out front and you just got to stay there. And then you're worried about that first and second, you know, the second and third place guys catching up to you and on the straightaways. And as long as you make your good turns, you're you're good. Um, so you can still hire a driver if you want. But one thing that's changed is you don't get to pick a, the type of driver, which I thought was weird. I tried it one time. I wanted to get some money um, and I had to go do something. So I'm like, let me just hire a driver and run a regular race. Um and it just picks a guy, and he kept coming in like sixth place. So you you can't like pick a super duper driver and give away ninety percent of your money. It just it's, I don't know. You just it just puts a guy in. So I don't know what his stats are or nothing. That's kind of weird. Um, hmm. The really some of the really cool stuff in the game is clubs. I, I'm actually hooked on this mode. We have right now we have about eleven people in the Xbox Live Club. And you can – it's great when you go into it. You see everybody that's there, their level. You can go and look at their stats. You can – and you can share cars in the club garage. So everybody's already shared cars, and you can use those cars. Now, unfortunately, you can't use them in your world tour, but you can use them to play online, and you can use them for free play. So it, it's nice if you're playing online and someone's just got some sweet, tricked out, tuned up car. You can go when you go online and you go to select a car. You can go into the shared garage or your garage, 
to pick a car. And, and of course, then there's all the others that are available as well that you may not have in your garage yet. So it's cool. You you know, you actually get a chance to try out some of your club members' cars. And if someone tunes up something, they can, you know, hey, check it out and go drive it. So that's really neat. Um, There's rival races in here now. So you can go into the rivals, look at all the different races, and compete against everybody in your club and other people online. And, of course, you know, like when I beat... You know, I beat Hawk and Niacin and Kristoff the other day. I was going after, beat a couple there, some stuff I couldn't beat. So when I beat them, they get a, a, a message in the message board saying, you know, hey, so-and-so beat your time. And you can, right from the message, you can launch that rival mode, that race, and try to beat the person that beat you. So you got a lot of that leaderboard tracking, trying to beat your friends. It's all tracked. It's all in there. Then in the club mode, you can go in and check leaderboards within the club. So you can see how you rank with your club members and all these different types of races, different tracks, different cars. And then there's also how the whole club, everybody in the club ranks up against other clubs. So you could even get like club rivalries going if you wanted. Um, and it's just there's so much data and stats in this game it's it's really cool if you really like that type of stuff uh, you're going to be lost in it forever Uh, the rival races are really fun the cool thing about these rival race modes is that when you do run it you'll get xp for completing it Um, i've had some even if i didn't beat the person i just tried to run it and i still got xp and so the xp in your online, in your world tour, in your rivalry races, they all go into the same. So you're continually building on, like, your one, your driver has his own XP level, and then your car brands, they call an affinity level. So if you're driving a Ford, every time you drive a Ford, your Ford level goes up. And then when you buy, you know, drive Nissan, Toyota, whatever, they all get XP for that particular car. And then you get bonuses depending on what your affinity level is. So, like right now, my Ford affinity level is high enough that all my parts are free. So I can oh, buy. Nice. I bought a like a little uh, Ford Ka, and then and it was you know just an F ranked car. I got it for like nine grand, and I maxed it out up to an A rated car for free, and then sold it in the marketplace. So and made oh, money cool. on it because it didn't cost me anything to put it all up there. But and then someone else is getting an A-rated car pretty cheap. <laughs> so that was kind of yeah. cool. Somebody bought it and it was a TXL car. So I have designed to this X or Kristoff uh, did a this Xbox Life um, uh, decal, and I slapped it on on a car that I had had done and put that out there and shared it in the garage and it looks really cool. So yeah. I'll have to I'll have to reach out to newborn. See if he can make us uh, something TXL. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll have to. Yeah. I'm curious to see if he's uh, if he's in Forza Four and still doing the cars. So you'll have to yeah. let us know. Yep. Um, Auto Vista mode is that mode where you can check the car. You you get to see a car. You can go around it, click on hot spots, and then you'll hear somebody talking about all the different stats of the car. And then on every car, with the exception of the Warthog, every car has a spot where you click and you're hearing Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear 
talking about the cars. And it, it's funny. The stuff he says is great because, you know, some of the cars, you know, he, he loves. Some of them he doesn't. And they don't hold back. You know, they, they give you their honest opinion, just like in the show. And it's very entertaining. It's pretty cool to get in. Uh, it's also really nice to get in the cars, see the dashboards light up, look around the cockpit. You know, you can start the motor and listen to it. And I did that in the uh, Warthog. And I'll tell you what, man, that's got a cool dashboard. The dashboard comes alive. You get to see the dashboard light up and you hear it. I'm just sitting there and I was even in a party and I'm like, I want to drive this thing. I want to drive it so bad. (laughs) It's just, oh man, it was cool to be in the Warthog. And to get the Warthog, you actually have to, you have to do, go and unlock. Like when you first get into Auto Vista, there's like two cars open that you can do. Do all the rest. You have to do a challenge and they're all real easy. And you get XP, all your XP gains, your affinity levels go up while you're doing these challenges. So that's really cool. So you, you want to do them anyways. It's not like you're getting XP on top of unlocking the car and trying to get them all unlocked in this auto vista mode. Once you've unlocked them all, you you get the um, Warthog unlocked. And there, Jeremy Clarkson doesn't do any audio. It's a little bit of surprise because it's Cortana. That's what I thought. Yep. So the lady, and I, I apologize, I don't know her name, but the lady who voices Cortana does the, the, the all the voicing for the Auto Vista for the Warthog. And there's a story that goes along with it that's really cool. It was very interesting about the survivability of the Warthog. And I'm like, that's cool. It's it's just a story like out of the Halo lore that she tells you. And I'm like, this is really cool. Um, that was a lot of fun. Now, <laughs> I have not used Connect in this mode. This is one of those modes I said you could use Connect. I've only used Connect one time, and there's that's because there's an achievement to to drive a race or do a race with Connect. And I'm gonna say this: they, huh. this is absolutely the best integration of Connect I've seen in any game in regards to because like you know we we've all did that Joyride, you know, and that was a joke. It was horrible. You know, you're just holding your hands out in front of you. This, when you hold your hands out in front and you steer, you know, in midair, this thing is mm-hmm. precise. I was shocked by how well it tracked my hand movements. Hmm. And I'm not the only one to say this. I have had several people who've done this, and they were absolutely floored by the the precision of Kinect in, when it came to steering in, in the uh, race, when you're racing. Very, very, is that tight, a, very good. Is that a zero point? Is that a zero point achievement? Or is that actually a point? No, it's. I think it was a five. I think there's. Yeah, there's points attached to it. Huh. I think there was five, I've, ten points. And that going against Microsoft's achievement policy that everybody must be able to get the achievement. Well, everybody can if they get a connect. <laughs> oh well, okay. Sorry, I, I didn't know their rules said. Well, uh, even even if you. Still haven't dropped, you know, such and such amount of money, but it's I, it's five points. Yeah, I would question that one. Oh, <laughs> hey, if everybody else can do it, Microsoft can do it, right? So. Yeah, I, you know what? I have another question for you. Uh, speaking about Connect, the Connect integration for Forza is obviously you're using your hands to drive a car, right? What is the, uh, for let's say Mass Effect Three? We we know it has um, connect integration. 
Which involves doing what? Just speaking, right? Just voice that we know of so far. It's just yeah, voice. just voice. And there's a lot of voice yeah. integration in, in this game, too. Even even when I'm... Because when you first boot up, you get you go to your main... The first menu you see says A to, to play with a controller and hit like Y to play with Connect or something like that. And I, you know, I hit A to go into the... But even in my controller menus, at the very bottom, you can see the little Say Xbox. And I did it. I was like, Xbox. And it pops up. And I can control... I can say, instead of using a controller to go to my different menus, I can navigate through voice. That's cool. So it, it is a, it's oh, integrated um, that way, too. Yeah, let me... Well, the one thing I was kind of getting at is for, is for, like, Mass Effect 3, more of the Connect integration for that. If it's voice only, why do they require a Connect? Seeing that everybody has a it, headset. It probably doesn't require Connect. Okay. I don't know. I would think that you'd probably be able to use your headset. I mean, we've had okay. voice commands in games for a while. That's not nothing new. Right. Um, right. That's why. That's, I mean, that's just a. I. I heard. I, I'm not. I'm kind of stealing this from somewhere else, but the way I understand it is, it's connect. It's a connect integration. Like you need a connect to do that. And it was just like, why do you need connect if it's voice only? Well, they they may be. They may. It may have just been designed to use the connect microphones and whatnot. Because there's other connect integrations, and I I don't know about I don't know about Mass Effect, because I mean the box mm -hmm. is better with connect. You know, it's probably just right. a marketing thing. It may work with a headset. I don't know. Um, oh, but okay. for Forza, in the regular controller mode, you can still turn the Connect on for head tracking. So I can still be driving with a controller. And I haven't done this yet, but Christoph did it. And he said he thought it was pretty cool. He said it actually it would move the screen as he moved his head in which direction he was looking. Now, I haven't done it yet, <laughs> but you, you can do that. I'm curious... I might have to talk to him or, or see have you do it or something because I'm kind of curious. Like if you're turning your head away from your TV, do you gotta just look out of the corner of your eye? I mean, that's obviously I, probably the answer. Just look I, out of the corner of your eye. And no, I would assume it's just a slight movement. Oh, okay. You okay. know, I mean, okay. you can still look ahead and move your head a couple of degrees each each way, and it's gonna it's gonna just shift the viewpoint on the screen. Okay. Now, if I'm going to turn left looking at the wall, then obviously I'm going to crash into something no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fun. sure it takes very slight movements. And, and based on what I saw with the controlling with the steering, it was I was making very minor adjustments. And it, and it was it's exactly controlled exactly how I would want it to. I was very impressed. Cool. So That's I'll try nice. the head tracking this week and I'll, I'll try to hopefully report back to you guys. And, and give you a better update on that. So, but all in all, I mean, the game is a tremendous amount of fun. There is, if you want to buy cars, the um, and Brian, you probably won't like this, but I think it's just another option. There's a lot of cars. There's, you know, sometimes you want cars in the auction house and they cost a fortune. So if you don't have the credits, you can purchase credits or what they call car tokens you can purchase tokens with microsoft points so you can buy cars and stuff oh. like that with tokens or with your credits that you've earned in the game just by doing racing so i think that kind of goes back with like that madden thing well you're going to unlock this throughout the norm of the game but if you want it all right now then you can pay some money and get them all now yeah 
So I'm a, I'm okay with things that are like that, as long as you can unlock them in the normal play, you know, and do not have to use Microsoft points for it. I, I think that's okay because some people may not want to spend the time to right unlock that car, you know. But it's like their favorite car of all. Okay, so say a BMW M3 is in there, but I have to race a thousand races and win eighty percent of them. Or I can pay 160 Microsoft points. You can bet I'm going to pay 160 Microsoft points to do that. <laughs> right. You know, because I, I really want that car. And it, that's fine. And I think the last thing, uh, it was Dirt. Was it Dirt? Yep. Dirt Dirt 3 was the game. And then we came to found, you know, uh, one of our listeners came in and said, yeah, hey, you know, you can unlock that normal progression. You do not have to unlock it only through microsoft points that would be a problem if it was like oh yeah you want you want the bmw m3 the only way you're ever going to get it is by giving us 800 microsoft points i'd be like i guess i just won't be driving an m3 <laughs> yeah so yeah no, it's but yeah that's that's not that bad i mean so but cool. all in all i'm it's a great game i think it's well worth the money i'm glad they took time on it it's a beautiful game to play it's a lot of fun to play and there's a lot of content there to keep you playing so um it won't be you know done in you know in a day and you know or a week and you never play it again this will be one even soul said this will be one that he'll be probably playing for two years it there's just so much there to do and accomplish and if he wants to get it all done it's going to probably take him two years so and i would agree with that <laughs> So, but all right. You know, one one thing is for for our recording and our show, real quick, for people that are listening. If we start to kind of skip or sound funky, it is Skype. There's nothing we can do right now. So, <laughs> I know it's been doing it throughout the show, and it's not. I think it's probably going to be doing it all night long. So, either Yay. that, or I Either that or I need to unplug, like, every piece of my equipment and restart everything. So, one way or the other. We'll just keep moving on. I can hear you. Yep. It's not that bad, but it, I've, it's been there. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you take the next one, Brian? All right. This is one of your favorite topics. <laughs> sure. Well, to no surprise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, EA Online Pass. Um, will be required for Mass Effect 3, Battlefield 3, and Batman Arkham City. That's the Batman. I understand. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I understand Battlefield 3. I understand Battlefield 3 because it has a multiplayer, online multiplayer. Oh, wait. Mass Effect 3 does now too, doesn't it? Yeah, but they had an online pass even in the last year in Mass Effect 2. Uh, but it was they, called they, what was it, it was the called the Cerberus Network. Yeah, Cerberus Network. Okay. So, all right. Well, all three of those games. I'm curious on the Batman how they're what they're going to take away or say you can't do. Like you can't use the. Would you like to I, know? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to play the game as Batgirl, or I'm sorry, Catwoman, not Batgirl, as Catwoman. You will need the EA Online Pass. That is the only way to play her character. And she has like some special modes and stuff. There's, she's got her own combat moves. She's got, it's, it's like you. I think it's on a whole nother series of 
missions just with her. So my understanding is it's it's almost like DLC in a way, mm. you know. But the only way to play it is to buy the game new to get her. Um, it is not required to. You can complete the game without Catwoman, so it is not required. So it, and and also GameStop and I don't know how they're doing it. I, I haven't figured this one out. They're claiming that if you buy the Batman Arkham City used, that they're going to print out a code. On the um, receipt that allows you to get this this character, uh, the Catwoman. So I'm hmm. not sure how they're going to do that because if you buy it used, EA says you got to pay ten bucks for the online pass. So I'm not sure how GameStop is going to supposedly give this EA online pass to you for free. Well, they'll probably just mark up the game ten bucks, which means you're so paying for full e- price. Yeah, well, which means you're paying $64 instead of 60 for one that was handed in two weeks ago. All right, I know the sudden uh, hiccup there in the auto recording, but the reason why is because somebody special has joined us. Hey, special person, will you say hello? Hello. <laughs> it's like what I heard of feelings. So Rob has or Rob Presar has joined us for the remainder of the show. So what's um, up, everybody? Yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. And I forget what I was actually talking about before the recording actually stopped. You were um, you were saying how you desired to dress up as Catwoman and prance around Gotham City. Oh no! Oh, I know what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, <laughs> we're talking uh, about. How- Stop, you know, maybe I should stop. just leave you guys to discuss this amongst yourselves. <laughs> so, the pants were just too tight. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the way you we're like it. About, oh. Yeah, we're talking about GameStop printing out the code on there, and I said that they'd be it'd be sixty four dollars instead of you know sixty dollars. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to get away with it, but you know this this the EA pass being for these three games is really only going to impact the people that buy them used. For everybody that's you know just waiting for Batman or Mass Effect or, or Battlefield, you know we're all going out and buying the game new. So you know for the people who are going to wait out, wait for a used copy, you know or, be ready or, to fork out the or rent extra. It. Or rent it, uh, yeah. Or rent it. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't rent it and play multiplayer. So if you're renting um, Battlefield Three, you will unless, not be able to play multiplayer. Unless they give you a two day trial or something, which we won't know because it changes every time. Yeah, and they didn't do it so. from they didn't do it with uh, Medal of Honor, so I really don't expect them to do it for Battlefield. Yeah. So, well, eh, we'll see. But yeah, no surprise. Online pass required. Because uh, for Batman, right. it's just you can't play as or the only thing that the pass opens up is Catwoman, right? Right. Right. Everything else is the same. No. Correct. Okay. Yes. And tight pants <sighs> that I can't fit into. But at least you tried. It's a thought that counts. Yes. Run. <laughs> yep. Right. Split them right down the back of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, earlier, you mentioned that you played some Pinball FX2, and I said I was looking into getting a board or whatever, but you have some additional info here, so what you got? There's more stuff coming, and the stuff that we can announce at this moment is that Mar- they've got a Pinball FX2 is going to have another four-tabled 
Marvel pinball pack coming out in December. And we know two of the tables so far. One of them, and this pack is called Ven- uh, Vengeance and Virtue. The first table is going to be Ghost Rider. And the information we have is that motorcycle stuntman Johnny Blaze is cursed, doomed to live life as the Ghost Rider, a brutal spirit that exists only to mete out vengeance against evildoers. Get ready for duels with sinister villains summoned to the stage by Lucifer, all leading up to a final battle against the renegade angel Zadkiel. <laughs> Okay. Hell's demons are about to learn what it means to mess with the spirit of vengeance. So Ghost Rider is one of the tables. Uh, The second table they've announced is X-Men. Xavier and his X-Men face their oldest, most dangerous enemy, Magneto. The master of magnetism will stop at nothing to bring about the age of mutant kind, including tearing up the playfield, destroying ramps, and mastering control of the balls. Juggernaut, Mystique, and the Blob will also hinder the X-Men's progress with Sentinels or why while sentinels will help hone our hero's abilities in the danger room. And so those are two of the four tables coming. Uh, this pack will be available in December. Now, October and, and all I'm going to say is stay tuned. And within the next two weeks, there's a special treat coming for Halloween and it's going to be free. So for everybody mm-hmm. on Xbox live arcade, that's all we know. We'll we'll let you guys know as soon as we get more on that. But Zen Studios is giving uh, giving us some love. They're giving us something free. So I'm hoping it's zombies. Please be zombies. Please be zombies. <laughs> Halloween zombies, you got to be there. Yeah. So. All right. So that's it. More pinball effects love coming our way. Um, next one is Mass Effect 3 multiplayer details have emerged. And I'm just going to read the official press release right from BioWare. So here goes. Earth has been captured. The galaxy is on the verge of total extinction. And it's up to you as Commander Shepard to assemble the counteroffensive and take Earth back. Award-winning developer BioWare, a label of Electronic Arts Incorporated... Announced today that multiplayer will be coming to the critically acclaimed Mass Effect series for the very first time as part of the new Mass Effect 3 Galaxy at War system. With the Mass Effect 3 Galaxy at War system, players will fight for the survival of the galaxy against an ancient alien race known as Reapers in both the single-player campaign and through a suite of Mass Effect games and applications. Progress made in each of the components of the system, including the new multiplayer mode, will directly link back to the player's main campaign, helping Commander Shepard rally the forces in the galaxy to eliminate the Reaper threat once and for all. The Mass Effect 3 Galaxy at War feature can be activated via the online passcode found in every new copy of Mass Effect 3. The Mass Effect 3 online pass can also be purchased separately, blah, blah, blah. Now, the theme of Galactic War Mass Effect 3 presents us with the perfect opportunity to introduce multiplayer into the Mass Effect series, said Casey Hudson, executive producer of the series. Multiplayer not only features amazing combat and deep customization options, but it will give players another way to help the war effort against the Reapers in the main event, the single-player campaign. Featuring four-player cooperative gameplay, multiplayer in Mass Effect 3 puts the player the puts the players in the role of a team of elite special forces soldiers sent to protect resources and assets that can help the war effort against the Reapers. Players will have the option of playing as one of six classes and from six different races, 
the humans, Krogans, Asari, Drell, Salarians, and Turians. Multiplayer and other components of the Mass Effect 3 Galaxy War system provide alternate ways for players to wage the final war against the Reapers. The new system will also connect players to their BioWare social network accounts to stay up to date on the latest Mass Effect 3 news and access downloadable content and add-ons. So, I, I, I thought that was kind of cool when I heard it was co-op. You know, you get some co-op, four-player co-op stuff, and it didn't sound like it was Horde. So I'm like, this would be cool. But I'm not sure if I'm liking that it ties into the single player. Because from what I'm understanding here, you almost – because here's my concern. People that don't have Xbox Live, and there are one or two of them, are, are their single player games going to be impacted or harder to complete? If they don't do this multiplayer stuff, because it specifically says that the multiplayer will affect the outcome of the single player game. What do you guys think of that? That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm pretty sure a couple people aren't going to be too happy with that actually. Being that way. Because I, I want to jump so. in and play the I want to play the single player. I don't want to jump in and play multiplayer just to get all this other stuff done and then so that I'm ready and then I can jump into my single player. All right. I would think something's yeah. got to give, you know? There's right. got to be some kind of... Someone's going to lose out on something. Right. Because if it... Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of it being co-op when i hear multiplayer you know i'm thinking first thing that pops in my head is like versus mode or something like that but that's yeah. not there but you know it yeah i don't know <laughs> well hopefully it's not because it wouldn't make sense but yeah i'm not i'm not sure it's it's going to be interesting I, I mean if it's something that's like when i say it impacts i'm curious yeah that's i mean that's your question it's like how's it going to impact it i'm not i'm not sure i have no idea so I'm not sure really how I feel about it at this point. Initially, I thought, cool. Now I'm like, what? <laughs> because I don't, I don't want to rely on a multiplayer, a success in multiplayer to do, what is it I'm trying to say? Basically dictate whether I'm going to have a successful single-player campaign or not. And what if I don't do any of it? You know, that's. I think these are questions that really, hopefully, will get answered before the game ships. I mean, not that it matters. I'm still going to buy it, but I really hope that it doesn't. It doesn't make. I would hate to see the game be overly hard if you don't do the multiplayer. And I would think that you'd still right. be able to go through without doing that and still be able to complete the game and win. But when they talk like this, it really makes you wonder. Well, if it's going to impact and help you, let's see. Uh, where was that actual quote? Um, it will. The system provides alternative ways for players to wage the final war against the Reapers. Um, I thought I was I read this earlier about it impacting. Didn't I just say it would impact? 
Progress made in each of the components of the system, including the new multiplayer mode, will directly link back to the player's main campaign, helping Shepard rally the forces of the galaxy to eliminate the Reapers. So if you don't do these, then those pieces would not be in place. And how would that impact your overall game if you don't do the multiplayer? So, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure I know either. So, do you think this was a good move or a bad move? Do you think... <laughs> I don't. I guess it's too early to even ask that because we don't know what the impact's going to be. Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, what made them think that they even needed to put multiplayer in there at all? Is it is it for the sticker on the box or what? I just don't... You know what I mean? I, I'm not sure on that. I wonder if it's a big push from... EA to just say we gotta have multiplayer. So and to to me when it says when it says it's an impact, impacting and stuff like that. Okay, maybe it's just not thrown in at the last minute, but you know, just hoping it just wasn't thrown in there. Not but sure. I just don't want it to alter my ability to do my single player campaign because I right. really don't. I can't imagine everybody jumping on and you know. Going okay, let's do all of the multiplayer first, and it actually sounds like that might be what we all might have to do. All right. So, oh well, I guess we'll see. We'll let you guys know if anybody out there has any comments or thoughts on this. Uh, definitely give us a holler, send us emails, whatnot. Let us know your thoughts on on this new multiplayer mode impacting your campaign, your single player game. And we'll definitely be sure to update you guys when we know more. So, all right, all right. Should we give us latecomer? What do you got? <laughs> okay. Says you, man. <laughs> Says me. Says okay. So, you know, over the past couple of years, you know, that we've been doing this show. There's been a couple different hard drive models that came out, and you know they recently announced. Well, recently, like four or five days ago, they announced that there's going to be a 320 gig hard drive coming up for the 360. And I remember in, in previous shows, we, well, I in particular, and I think you guys also, were always clamoring like, "Come on, you know, Microsoft, you know, 20 gig hard drive, really." And then it came out with the 120, then the 60. It's you know it it seemed like such a limiting factor. And finally, Microsoft's coming out with the 320, which is a pretty good size hard drive, you know. And I was kind of thinking about this after this announcement of the 320 gig hard drive. I'm like, you know, I've I've been screaming for the bigger sizes forever, but you know. Is it even relevant? I mean, does it really even matter anymore? I mean, yes. <laughs> do you guys think you're? I mean, are you guys running out of space at all uh, on, on your on your machines? Well, Bruns upgraded once already. Okay. I yeah. Know, but I mean, I, I was completely out of space, and when Wing. On which Got drive, his though? new 360s. What's that? Uh, oh, on a 20. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, 20s. I, I, tiny. 
Because yeah, you only, you only get 13 gig of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then Wings sent me his sent me his 60, which I have like 13 or 14 left on it. He, and the the one surprising thing about the 320, you know, that got me was how how much is the 320 retailing for? I think it's 129, isn't it? Yeah, 129. When the 60 gig hard drive when it came out was 129 dollars as well. <laughs> and I just went. I just went to. These things are on the shelves now, aren't they? They're going to be later on this month, so within the next week or two. Yeah, because so I just went end to Best Buy, and they have. Yeah, they have the two fifties for one hundred twenty nine at at uh, Walmart actually. So I was like, "Wow, definitely not going to buy one of them now." I wonder what they're going to drop to. They'll probably stay one hundred twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. So, I I think it's becoming relevant because you know. You weren't here earlier when we were talking about the optional install for um, for Battlefield 3, which is going to let you have an install to run with higher res textures. So, and Rage did the same thing, and, you know, hopefully, I think it's a cool, you know, cool tech or a cool thing to do. So, the more games that do that, you know, the more, you know, more that's going to come in. And, and with these season passes that are people are buying... Right. That means that they're going to be guaranteed content to be downloaded here soon. Um, you know, that's going to tack onto the hard drive. And we've even seen things like Crisis and Crisis 2. And maybe some of these games are going to become um, downloadable very soon after retail release. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think it's nice. I, I think 320. Why, why 320? Why are we not up to 500 already? Um, right. Is my question. Yeah, I think it's so, a joke. I roll my eyes when they, ooh, we're giving you this 320. So come on, give me something really good size. But Forza, I installed just the car pack that on disc two, and mm-hmm. that was three and a half gig of disc space. Um, let me run down here. I want to see Rage. I installed Rage to my hard drive because they talked about, and that was three discs worth of data. So I'm trying to get down to see how much space it actually took. So Does it install 20, all three though? Yes, Eight, twenty-one gig. Twenty one gig. Twenty-two point one gig. Wow. Yeah. Uh, just that gig. game. Game. Uh, my rock band. I have <laughs> nine gig of rock band. Half your hard drive. Yeah, nine gig on rock band. Two point four gig rock band three. Uh, I'm trying to see what other. I guess that's it. So most of it is in the Rock Band directory. But I mean, there's there's 12 gig worth of stuff just in Rock Band. You know. So I think yeah, we do need. There's a lot of stuff that's you know takes up some big big space. And when these games are starting to ship on multiple discs because we're trying to advance and we we don't have Blu-ray, they're gonna you know. They're going to go down the path of rage. It's like, well, yeah, you can run it off the disc if you want, but you're going to see texture popping. You're going to have problems. You're going to see visual problems, you know, and all the reviews that people are complaining about, you know, I think it's just because they're running it off the disc because I've not seen any kind of visual texture popping or anything, but mine's all installed and it runs great on rage. So, but it takes up a tremendous amount of disc space. Yeah. I just the one thing that gets me is like I just bought a terabyte hard drive when my hard drive crashed my computer, so that was like four or five months ago, <laughs> and I bought it for eighty bucks. 
So here's a 320 gig for, you know, $130. So it's like, I don't know. It is kind of laughable. So. But it's certified by Microsoft to work with your 360. No, it's the only thing that'll work with your 360. <laughs> That's why they can put a price on anything. Mm-hmm. So, but well, yeah. uh, let me ask you guys this because uh, I know you guys do the uh, the GameFly stuff. When when you get a game from GameFly and you play it and then return it, do you still keep? all of the data on your drive or do you flush it um it it, de- it depends to, i mean i'll keep my save but mm-hmm. you know so anything else small. i can just you can just dump yeah me so i typically don't install games i just i never really do that uh, rage was the first one that i did and then forza um they said that you know if you want access to all these other additional cars you have you know you need to install the disk. Right. So, um, and then of course I'll be doing an install for Battlefield Three because they got that high res pack, and I'll probably just install the whole entire game. But um, typically I don't like uh, the Forza Disk One is not installed. I didn't install Gears Three. I typically don't do it. I don't see the need. You know, I guess it might save wear and tear on your disk, but you know I've got space to do it now, but I just don't. And the the other thing about the hard drives is they've pretty much ditched everybody else that has an original 360. Like, you know, I forget what the... I think the 250 is the largest drive you can get for, you know, the non-S models. Or everything else is, like, only S stuff. So it's like, you know, they're pretty much saying, well, if you guys want... If you need any more than 250, you need to buy a new Xbox. So... And one one other thing about the reason why I've heard this, because uh, Rob, I think the one you're looking at, it, it comes with um, a Star Wars game included on the hard drive. So a Lego, I think Lego yeah. Star Wars and something else. There's like two titles. Yeah, and I think the main reason why they're doing that is because the Lego 360, Lego uh, or not Lego, the Star Wars 360s, the R2D2, um, uh, they're delayed. They've been delayed. So, I think that's one reason why that thing's hitting the shelf right away. Hmm. So. Interesting. So, yeah. Yes, yes it is. And I suppose, you know, if the TV offering, you know, really kicks up, it would be kind of neat if they start to do some kind of DVR option. I mean, that would, you know, where you can, you know, if they have some kind of a live event, you know, you can record now, watch later. Yeah, UFC. Yeah, because uh, I've got a, a play-on uh, box at home. I don't know if you guys have messed with that at all. And, you know, it's just a media server. And the latest version, I haven't had a chance to mess with it. It's got a, uh, a some kind of recording function in it. Where I don't know if you record, like, you know, Hulu or or YouTube or something, you just make a recording, it dumps it local, and then you, know, you can watch it whenever. I mean, I could see hard drive space you know, getting used up you know, crazy fast or something like that. 
But I guess, you know, with the newer games coming out, like Rage being on three discs, I mean, that's an insane amount of space that it could potentially be. Because what are, what are what those discs max out at? Like 9, 10 gig? I think they're right about 9 gig, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 9 times 3. <laughs> cool. Alrighty. Right on. So, Brian, you going to talk about the anniversary Halo edition? Uh, skipping that. I'm sorry, I didn't see it in there for my thing. Oh. <laughs> did you put my name on that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, so, Halo anniversaries <laughs> include connect voice commands, such as Wingman's favorite. Oops, grenade. look out. There's a grenade. Uh, no, with grenade. Um, so... When in anniversary mode, which is the fancy new graphics mode, uh, players can use connect voice command to analyze various enemies, which will then add said enemies into a readable in-game database. The library. Um, what's more, you can also shout grenade, and well, Master Chief will totally throw a grenade. Uh, reload weapon. Um you know, obviously reloads the weapon and so on and so forth. You guys kind of understand where I'm getting from here. Um, let's see a video show, showcasing the additional stuff will be on as soon as possible. So, and that's, will be on Halo Waypoint, I believe, right? Displaying the video. So yeah. you go to 360, open up Halo Waypoint and you'll see what we're talking about here. That that's interesting. I mean, once again, it seems to be voice commands only. Why? Do you require the connect only? Uh, no, there's there's um, they actually have another mode where you can use the connect to rotate the enemy models, which is in that analyze mode. So you can actually because I saw the video and you can actually rotate like the enemy around in this three dimensional shape and stuff and 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 take a look at stuff and so that's why it requires connect because it's you know you're using your hands to rotate models and three dimensional, but I guess you can't do that with a controller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this is one I remember them saying you, if that you cannot rotate the models, you cannot get into the analyze mode unless you have a connect. Yeah. But, I understand connect features. Like adding feature, like adding connect stuff, and obviously it won't impact you if you do not have a connect. I mean that that completely makes sense. Or having a connect game, obviously you're not going to buy a connect game without connect. But when you have something that you're only going to make usable through connect, when you can do it through a controller or use it with a controller, that just that blows my mind. So does that mean you have to have connect for this analyzer, or yes. is it? Yes, it will not work. You do, you don't get that option if you don't have connect. You cannot yeah. go into the analyze mode. That's bull crap. But see, if you think about it, if you know connect was an add-on, and I believe that connect will be built in to the very next Xbox we get, it's going to be a part of it. So, you know, I think for those that have gone on, they're starting to integrate it into the games, but it's not it's not anything that's going to require it. 
you know, just like with Auto Vista mode, I mean, at least you can go into Auto Vista mode with a controller. You don't need yeah. to connect. Yeah. But you do need to connect to race and get that achievement. But they're not, you know, it's not like you can't use grenades unless you have a connect. You know, it's not like they're ruining the gameplay or anything with that. And I think to add additional features that are connect specific that don't really impact the game in any way is cool. At least they're adding something for people that have it and the hardcore players can, you know, mess around with it. And it, and it gets us more familiar with it, gets us using it a bit more so that when it comes out and in the next Xbox and it's all integrated and part of it, I think it'll be a lot more seamless. It'll be a lot better integrated and and they they're kind of more like testing the waters and doing additional things now you know so i think i i don't have a problem with it as long as it doesn't impact the game yeah but i mean let's say being a mass effect fan that you are and that you're buying the third game um let's say you didn't have a connect and they said something like oh well if you want to use squads in mass effect 3 you got to have a connect but I don't. They're that, not that, doing that. that. They're that, not doing that. That impacts. I guess that impacts gameplay. This here, what you're saying is just, it's an entire feature that's on the disc that you can't use unless you have a connect. Think, think about the Ghost Recon Future Soldier when they talked about the weapons mode. The weapon gun. Okay. Yeah. You, you're you're twisting the gun around. You're looking at it. You're adding parts to it. It's completely out of the game. It's just like the Auto Vista mode for Forza. It's just something else to look in. And and I really think all three of these. These modes are very much the same. It's kind of like, okay, well, how are we integrating Connect into a hardcore game? Well, let's create this other thing where you can look at 3D models of stuff and twist it around. And, you know, it'll be kind of cool, but it does has nothing to do with the game. And then for the game itself, all they're doing is saying, well, if you got the Connect, then we'll throw in voice commands. Right. You know, well, now, the- and why you can't use a headset for it, it's probably because it's all written specifically for Connect, because that's what they're pushing. Connect you know? probably has better voice recognition in it as well. It but... has multiple microphones in it. Yeah, it, but the thing with Vista mode and I and I, or yeah the Auto the Vista. mode and Auto Vista and I think the gun mode as well is you don't need you can do that with a controller as well. So that that's a big difference between those two and the one that's in the Halo. You know the Halo anniversary. You know, Halo Anniversary is you can't do this at all unless you have a Connect. I mean, and a lot of people have Connects. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm. I'm not too cheap to go buy a Connect. It's literally. And actually, I saw that uh, this another story here in a second. It, you know, I don't have one because I don't have a space for it. Like buying a Connect for me is not. Just not. Doesn't make sense at this point in time. And then there's that Nikon thing that just came out which I saw at Walmart, which I'm wondering if that might help, but I need to look at some reviews before I drop the bunny on it. I mean, I may be having, I may have a connect here shortly. We don't, we don't know, but I'm just kind of saying out there for everybody else that doesn't have a connect that may be super, super halo fan. They're just going to see this options like, Oh no, sorry. Sorry, son. Go ask your parents to go pay another $150 so you can try this. Uh-huh. Not that it impacts the game or anything like that, but. Well, the, I think it's kind of uh, probably a, good marketing move as much as i hate to to see it but you know they want they want to get connect out there to more people the more people that have it the more we're going to see better integration better use of it you know and i think this is their biggest franchise why not put something in that says hey 
you know, it might get people to go purchase a Connect. Right. I mean, we're, we're it's only going to get better and better and better the more people that have it, because then more developers will jump on board of utilizing it. And I mean, we've seen vast improvements. Like I said, steering in Joyride was horrid. Steering the game Forza 4 using Connect was unbelievable accurate. I couldn't believe it. You know, and it was like that's the way it needs to work. So you got top developers utilizing the tech in a different way, putting the you know the actual you know the best they can behind it, and it's it's proving results. This 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 is pretty cool. So, I think it's good, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I mean, I to me, really, that type of mode, it, it doesn't really, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't interest me, but it's nothing where it's not going to kill me not to have it without a connect. I'm just thinking, you know, younger people trying to play devil's advocate. Let's just say that um, because really, it doesn't doesn't really bother me <laughs> but um but that's kind of my thing so gotta have somebody stick up for the little guys you know it's kind of like espn3 not working on your xbox so wow <laughs> yeah hey i i finally found i finally heard another person say hey you know at some point in time you know, it gets to a point that's ridiculous. This stuff should work. And I was just like, you know what, man? You're right. I keep getting crap for trying to say that it, you know, that it should work. But finally, somebody else says, hey, you know, it's kind of getting to the point where it's, you know, ridiculous to say you have a feature that doesn't work. But well, Time Warner, it's... <laughs> I don't blame Xbox now anymore. I don't blame Xbox at all for this. It's all Time Warner. They suck. So. <sighs> It's just that it's like we keep hearing about it. It's not that yep. I, I get it. It doesn't work for me either. So, but it's That's just you. like, oh boy, here he goes again. Do you have time? Warner? No. Oh. So. But it doesn't work for me. I don't get. I can't use it anymore. So, not with my ISP. Of course, my ISP just changed. So, they just changed their name. So maybe maybe I should try it out again. Of course, my ISP has gone down the tube since they've changed too. Yeah. Oh, I, I might be states. I might be searching for a new one. So yeah, but you, you your ISP says we don't offer ESPN three. Mine says hey we offer ESPN three. I know I know we all know. <laughs> <laughs> we get it right. <laughs> and it still doesn't work. Just in case you didn't realize that. Do you know what does work? M three G R six W T K. T seven C Y nine six T four nine seven three Y V K G V Z. That's Sorcerer's Layer for Pinball FX two. So please don't Fuck type you. in the code if you don't have Pinball FX two. Thank you very much. Well, and, everybody uh, does. It's free, right? Well, there you go. Yeah, anybody. I guess anybody it. can get it. But you'll have to have, you'll have to download that first to get it to play. <laughs> And that code was brought to you by, oh, Time Warner. You know, go over <laughs> the wonderful world of Time Warner where they have the best cable and Roadrunner internet. So thanks, Time Warner. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Now that, who, uh, that was from those guys, right? Uh, that was from Zen code. Studios. 
from Zen Studios themselves. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Those guys rule. Those guys are awesome. I, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like I I feel compelled to give them money because they have been so good to us, you know. So cool. Friends this time. I forgot who my uh, my provider was. <laughs> Because they changed their stupid... Oh, yeah. They changed the company name. or So I want to see if this other company's on here. Yeah. Well, while you're looking, Rob can, since he joined us late and butchered the show... It's not. ...can do his job. <laughs> We're not part <laughs> of it. Hey, you don't have to blame your technical skills on me. All right. <clears throat> First question this or first thing this week we've got I can't talk is from uh, Elite Scion XB written uh, no questions again last week so I guess I'll add a couple for this week's show number one with the release of Forza Four this week it got me to thinking about cars I would love to drive or dream cars I think everyone has a dream car so what is your dream car the one car you would love to own and since we don't hear much about them what is your wife's dream car huh. my uh I'll finish this off here my dream car is a 46 Ford Coupe or as the British say Coupe I don't know uh what it is about that car but ever since one came into the shop i was working at in high school i have wanted to own this car i would love to find one as a project to restore myself but they are becoming almost impossible to find and since i'm asking you my wife's dream car is eleanor from gone in 60 seconds 67 shelby gt 500 and good luck finding an original one of these cars so guys dream car uh, BMW M3. It's my favorite. As far as my wife, I have no idea. I have no clue what her dream car would be. So you're her dream car. <laughs> yes, her dream car is a BMW M5. <laughs> so, what you guys? My dream car is a one of two, either the well, the Lamborghini Countach or the Lamborghini Diablo. Um, that would be my dream car. My wife's dream car is anyone that runs. <laughs> she <laughs> nice. doesn't care. She's she just as long as it gets her to doing what she needs to do, she don't care about anything else. <laughs> it just needs to run. Yeah, I was yes. talking. We were ta- I was talking cars to somebody. Um, during the week at training, I am. I told him, I was like, I'm not actually a big Lamborghini fan. And he kind of looked at me weird. I was like, don't get me wrong. They make awesome cars and they look really sweet and, you know, get five miles a gallon. But <laughs> I, I was just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of the, you know, if I won the lottery, would I own a Lamborghini? You know, if I could go out and buy my dream car and plus a bunch of other cars. Um, Lamborghini wouldn't be on my list. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just weird like that. People think I'm crazy. You are crazy. I know. So, look, Rob. What do you want? Mine would have to be the uh, Bugatti Viron. That thing is just incredible. But if even if I had that car, I could not afford anything about that car, <laughs> let alone insurance or probably gas or maintenance or anything. 
but it Dude, would definitely be my dream car. The Auto Vista mode on this game talked about this car. The car is like $1.5 million. Cool. And they suggest that you change all four tires every 2,000 miles. The fall four tires would cost you $39,000 to replace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know. That's what the Bugatti, right? That's the variant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got like, what was it? 10. That's- Ten coolers in it, and I yep. mean it's just silly. I mean, a thousand horsepower is what this thing. Is. The, the car is like the car. The car's like handmade. <laughs> yeah, the car's handmade in it, and it like made There's by something. scratch. Like it's not put together by machines at all. It's put together by, you know, by hand. But sure. yeah. <laughs> I know what car you're talking about. That thing's crazy. And here I'm watching these people just drive it through dirt and dust. <laughs> so Slamming it into rails. Yeah. The spoiler is wicked on that car. Oh, yeah. Thing moves up and down. There's a, uh, the show Top Gear did a couple pretty cool segments on it. And a bunch of them are on YouTube and various parts online. Uh, definitely worth a look-see. Huh. And uh, as for my wife, uh, her favorite car is anything with uh, really shiny, blingy wheels. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> she she loves the shiny rims. Hmm. Nice. Okay. All righty. Okay. Uh, then uh, for Elite Cyan XB, he's got a second part to this. Uh, to go along with my first question, if you won the lottery, what cars would you go out and buy as a bit of a car nut? I know a supercar is not a daily driver, so I want to know the practical cars you would buy as well, including the family car. Personally, even if money was not a factor, the first car I bought would be somewhat normal. First, I would buy the wife of Mustang because she has given up on actually owning a Shelby but uh, I would try to find her one of those as well. Then it would be my 46 Ford Coupe project car, since my Scion is just fine as my daily driver. The next would be uh, what you are. Th- oh. The next would be what are you th- thinking, car? The Koenigsegg CCX, just because I could. Those things are just silly. <laughs> Those are crazy. The Conning Tech. Yeah. You can, I mean, don't give up on the uh, Shelby GT. I mean, you can get, now if you're looking for the 67 Shelby GT, okay, but you can get a Shelby GT just on, you know, any year and model. So you don't have to give up. Get your wife what she wants. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but what do you guys, what do you guys think? What are some of the cars? Um, I'd be, I'd, I'd have to go out and buy a, a brand new minivan, <laughs> family car, right? It's the wife loves her minivan and I, I just go get a different one other than what we have. Cause the brand we have is horrid and I'll never buy another one, but, um, I'd get her a new minivan and then I actually just want to get myself an F-150. So, hmm. um, 
Well, as a normal, every everyday normal car, I just saw one of the new Ford Explorers, like a limited edition, or limited. The new ones actually look kind of kind of cool. They're kind of sharp, but I was very surprised when I saw the price tag it was forty six thousand for it. Oh yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, I was just like, wow, when did these cars go from thirty to fifty? <laughs> but they did. I was just saying, I was like, okay, the BMW M3 that I'm dreaming of starts out at like. 47 50, 50 between 47 and 54 i was just like geez when's ford getting up with you know a luxury i guess it's a bigger car um as an everyday car for me if even if i won the lottery um uh i just drew a blank maserati i think a maserati would be cool <laughs> having one of those but uh, as an everyday car, I don't know. I like to have a Mini Cooper. I don't know what my entry, you know, why I'm so fascinated with those cars recently. I, th- I think it's because a bunch of doctors at my hospital have them. But, you know, I saw a couple limited edition decked out uh, Mini Cooper turbos. So I think those are kind of cool. Rob? Yeah, I would. <sighs> I'd have a tough time trying to decide between a sedan and like a big truck kind of car. Uh, I'd probably lean towards a, uh, I don't know, a Yukon XL or something or whatever the current versions are. You know, just something with a big engine and a good towing ratio rear end. Um, it'd be nice to have a sedan, you know, just because. I mean, I've got a Suburban right now, and it's kind of a pain to park, you know, once you get into downtown Chicago and stuff. So it'd be kind of nice to have a sedan, but I really don't even know what I would want. How about that new uh, that new Cadillac that can outdo the Ferrari? Have you seen that? Did you guys see that on top yeah, here? The, oh, the yeah, CTS-V, kind of, I think? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a sharp car. It smoked the Ferrari in a race. <laughs> Actually, my neighbor's got one. It sounds nice. I mean, it, it's got a nice rumble to it. Well, they have that commercial where it's like, what would, what would you say if, you know, Cadillac took the suspension from uh, from Ferrari or something like that? And then it's like, you know, well, what if we really told you that Ferrari took the suspension idea from the Cadillac? And then they showed those two cars going around with each other. That car actually is is sharp. Yep. And for some reason, I think that car there is the one that has the um, Corvette engine in it, doesn't yeah, it? it? Is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it has that <laughs> that decked out engine in it. That's a cool car, though. Expensive, but it's cool. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We won the lottery, so that's exactly. gonna be an everyday exactly. car. <laughs> you already paid the taxes, so who cares? <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you won a lottery, though, it would probably be paid out of an annuity, right, or something. So you only get like X amount every year. So you just got to make sure you don't you don't blow your whole yearly wad. Lump sum it. Lump sum that puppy. There you go. Yeah, because you really think the state's gonna have any money in twenty years? They're already broke, man. Give it to me. Give it to me now while you have it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not Illinois. I wouldn't trust these states. Uh, (laughs) I'll take it now, thank you. (laughs) Um, Gimme, gimme, gimme. (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Next thing we've got is from Mudtastic. Is this the question location? Uh, whoa. Is this the question location? I'm looking around and I'm not sure. Is this the right place for questions? I sure don't want to write a comment in the question area. That would be a bad <laughs> forum etiquette on my part. Well, to be on the safe side, I'll ask a question. With us getting now closer to the end of the year, what games do you think will be contending for the honorable game of the year trophy? And do you have a pick already for a winner? Hmm. All right. Start throwing out games. Drake's Deception, right? Would be one well, in there I'd probably. Let, I'd, I'd say let's keep it the Xbox. Oh, okay, the Xbox. Okay, uh, that'll make it probably easier. <laughs> okay. Because I think there's quite a few on PS3 that could could get that title. Um, yeah. I well. I uh, obviously you got to throw Battlefield out there, even though we haven't seen it. It's won so many games of shows this year. Um, I think that's probably going to end up being game of the year. Gears My, three. Um, Gears three. I, I, in my personal opinion, not having played Battlefield 3 or Modern Warfare 3 just yet, um, the retail releases, I think Gears of War 3 is game of the year. It, it, it absolutely is phenomenal. Um, and then I would say my sleeper pick would be Dead Island. Those would be my uh, two. Yeah, I was looking. I was kind of watching one of the boys play Dead Island. And I wasn't really impressed. Oh, shut up. I'm, Get I'm, out I'm of not here. saying. I don't, hold on. Time out. I didn't play it, so I can't really speak to it. Um, although it does look like it was fun to play. I'm just saying I wasn't really impressed. Um, but, you know. Get out of here anyway. I, yeah, I would say between, you know, like Gears 3 and. Battlefield 3, and I mean, you could even throw probably Forza 4 in there, you know, if you wanted to, because um, I'm pretty sure it'll win, like, racing game of the year. Yeah. Um, but overall, let me let me think of some of the stuff that came out earlier this Port- year. Portal 2 came out this year. Okay, Portal 2. Test Drive 2, Crisis 2, Bulletstorm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Halo Reach, was that last year or the beginning of this year? It was last year, wasn't it? Last year. Yeah. Yep, 2010. Okay. Yeah. NASCAR the game 2011. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, you, come on now. <laughs> I I would say home front. I would say between now for Dead Space just 2 talking talking 360 only. Sound like a car ran into a building behind my house. It was thunder. Um I would say between Gears 3 and Battlefield 3 is probably what your two top contenders would be as far as on the 360 side. Um, I To me, I think... I haven't played Battlefield 3, so I can't answer you yet, but I think it's going to be a toss-up between those two, if you ask me. Because I'm really liking Gears 3. So, And yes, I do realize that I didn't include Modern Warfare 3 in there. Um Although that game is going to be a good one, and I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy it. Um, I just don't think 
it is going to be game changing enough to be in that ranking this year, unfortunately. So, but then if you start including PS3, I mean, what what are some of the PS3 games that we have besides, you know, Drake's this is Drake's Deception is the one coming out. Yeah, I don't know. It's the only one I bought on PlayStation. <laughs> Well, I know, I know there was another resistance coming out that was supposed to be good, but they're saying, you know, it's kind of the, kind of the same thing. I don't. Killzone didn't do very good this year either. Yeah. Didn't sell well. Uh, I, I would, man, that that game. It's gonna. It's gonna be a, a good one to battle it out with, but. Yeah. I'd say a toss up between Gears and. And Battlefield. So, what if something comes out at the end of the year, or like December 24th as well? Isn't there another game that comes out, another big one that comes out then? I will Can't look it All right. But, Rob, what do you think? Uh, I'd have to agree with you, Brun. I think it's definitely going to be either Gears or Battlefield. I'd really, 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 really like to see the Batman game that's coming out oh, uh, yeah. what, oh, that's on right. Tuesday. That's I'd right. like to see that like be like a runaway hit, but I just don't think that's going to happen. No, I think you're that's right. That's going to be in the running. It's, it's going to be in the running for totally, sure. I totally forgot about Dude, the, the reviews already, the previous game had set mm-hmm. a record. Uh, Arkham Asylum holds the world's record for highest reviewed game. Really? And they're saying yeah. that Arkham City, on its reviews already, has already surpassed that and will be Dang. the new world's record holder. Yeah, the game is uh, Game Informer. I just got that. Gave it a 10. No way. And they gave Gears 3 a 9.5. <laughs> um, yeah, Arkham City. I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, I That will gave... probably end up being game of the year. Yeah, IGN gave I'd it a 9.5. IGN gave it a 9.5. So, and I don't know what they gave Gears 3. Was it the point five because they didn't like the box cover art or something? Who knows? <laughs> uh, Gears 3 from IGN got a 9. So. Batman, let's see, Arkham City... Or Arkham Asylum on X got on an Xbox rated a 92 Metacritic score. Arkham City on Xbox is getting a 95. On PS3, it's got a Metacritic of 98. Hmm. So it's it's just blowing review scores out the water. Yeah. Ooh, Battlefield 3 from IGN got a perfect 10. I'm just kidding. They haven't reviewed it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, oh, and for everybody out there, just just to let you know that they are saying that um, Battlefield 3 on the 360 versus the PS3, that the 360 is actually looking to be better. So just as a pre-warning for anybody who was... That? Uh, let's who see. are they, Bron? <laughs> it was IGN on that one. And how are they saying that it's looking better? Uh, well, they they played they've played all three of them. They said that it just seems to be shaping up better. Huh. Well, that's good news for us. 
Oh yeah, but I mean, and and it was a person who, you know, obviously he was stating that he owns all three consoles and he plans on playing it on all on all three. There's three consoles. Versions, uh, sorry, all three versions. He owns both consoles and a PC. He plans on playing oh. it on all of them, but he said just uh, it seems to be running a little bit better on on the 360. So, but that sounds surprising. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I forgot about Batman. What was the? Did you see anything that was coming out on the twenty fourth or anything? No. Hmm. Pooh. <laughs> so, what about any uh, Wii games? Any Wii games going to be taken? Does it matter? Do we care? <laughs> <laughs> no. What about Jimmy Johnson's Anything with an Engine on the PS3? <sighs> Does anybody care? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing some Again, does out. anybody care? <laughs> yeah. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think your Batman's probably... That's a good call, Rob. I, I think yeah. you're right on. I mean, and, I, I, I'm know, still skeptical that it would that it would make it. I'd love to see it, but I, I don't know. With the success of the other games, uh, I don't know. I've heard a lot uh, about Gunstringer as well. That's a Connect game from Twisted Pixel. From Twisted Pixel. Who's now owned by Microsoft. Yeah. Part of the mothership. But just hearing people talk about that game is why I was actually looking at a Connect. That's but that's funny. But all right. All right. Well, we'll have to see if uh if we're right or not. <laughs> yep. Cross our fingers. Remember this day. <laughs> So, all right. Is that all? Are we finished? Are we done? Are we done here? I believe that's it. All right. Well, if you would like to know more about us, if this is your first time listening to this Xbox Life, please head over to this xboxlife.com where you can pretty much get everything you need to contact us, uh, to see more about us, to purchase our gear our shirts uh even to leave us a voicemail um which is 224-698-XBOX or 224-698-9269 and you can get your show or your voice on the show as long as it is appropriate um oh you know what i did have one more thing sorry i'm pulling a rob one more thing uh one more. It, just one it was more. a it was a question that came in through contact uh, through our email. Uh, I answered him, and what it was was he had a question about the forms uh, for everybody that goes out on the forms, which is forms at thisxboxlife.com. Um, he asks about sending a message doesn't go out of his outbox. Yeah, it's bloody carcass. Uh, he says, I'm sorry to bother you asking this question, but I have... Uh, two private messages that I haven't composed and sent that are still in my outbox. Am I doing something wrong, or how can I get these messages into my sent messages so Moronic Cow and Ravioli Componi can see my replies? Thanks for the help with this. Um, the way our forms work, don't worry, this was confusing. I, I pretty much said I had the same issue. Uh, it was confusing to me as well. What happens is when you send a message, it'll stay in your outbox until the other person has viewed it. 
and then it switches to your sent items. So if it's in your outbox, you're cool. Um, I guess the good part of it, it kind of acts as a read receipt, so you'll know when the person actually gets it, but that is what's going on. So if something's in your outbox, it's not that it's not sending, it's just that they haven't opened and read it yet. But thanks for the question, and hope that helps. Now I'm finished. So I'm good to go. All right, I'm Brun, BJ Swick 32. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark, a.k.a. Win, AK Wingman709. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Catch y'all later.